This video is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Hey, brother! Ben, remember earlier this year when after years of admiring him on the big screen, the most natural star-clad leader of his time finally decided to hang up his hat, take care of himself, go for the girl, and leave all of his friends behind? <sighs> yeah, I sure am gonna miss Woody. Wait, what? Before we dive on in, I'd like to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, ExpressVPN. If you're like me, you might be thinking, what's a VPN? And it's actually pretty simple. Think about it like this. When you're on the internet, all of your data is kind of like a postcard that you have just dropped in the mail, probably to your grandmother. Your whole message is just right there for anyone to read if they happen to take the time. But with a VPN, it's like before you dropped it in the box, you first pulverized your postcard into postcard dust. Then the postman picked up your postcard dust and delivered delivered it to your grandma, who really does just love hearing from her. You should probably write to her more often. Where it then reforms into a lovely glossy photo of wherever you happen to be sending it from. Probably the Grand Canyon. Because for some reason, that's where I'm pretty sure 99% of all postcards come from. And that one gift shop is cleaning up. But as adorable as that sounds, your data online is a much different story. It's not just a piece of paper that says, wish you were here, the sentiment of nearly all postcards. Your internet data could be anything from your passwords to your financial information to your emails. You don't want the mailman reading your email. But that is where ExpressVPN can help you. Whenever I personally plop down on like a coffee shop or anywhere that has just regular public Wi-Fi, I launch the app with a single click and from there it takes care of everything. All of my data becomes postcard dust and everything is protected. And you can get three months for free by heading to expressvpn.com SCP. We'll also put that link down in the description. Again, three months for free, expressvpn.com SCP. Hope you try it out. Ben, 2019 has brought about the end of some amazing series, but perhaps none more notable than Toy Story and Avengers. Although I guess Game of Thrones did also end and Star Wars is ending in December. That's going to be pretty cool. The weird thing about Toy Story and the Avengers, though, is that they both kind of have the exact same ending, at least in terms of how they handle Woody and Captain America. Because when it comes right down to it, they're pretty much the exact same character. I mean, let's just go ahead and get the really obvious stuff out of the way. They're both amazing at hand-to-hand -hand combat. All right, maybe one's better than the other. I'll let you be the judge. But that's not really the kind of similarities I'm talking about. Doing what we do, one of the more common questions I ever get is, who's your favorite character in the Avengers or Pixar or Harry Potter? And I always just feel kind of basic because my answers to the first two are always just, Woody and Captain America, just the boy scoutiest of boy scouts. Oh, and in case you're wondering about Harry Potter, I think it's pretty obvious. It's Dobby. But it's no surprise that if you've been drawn to one, you're probably also drawn to the other because they just have so many similarities. And this has always been true, but it's never been more obvious than this summer when each of their respective character arcs have come to an end. But let's start a little earlier than that. They don't always match up beat for beat, but it is amazing how often these two have very specifically similar story elements. Like, first of all, both are relics from a time long gone. Cap was alive in the 40s, but gets frozen frozen in ice for 66 years before waking up in the present. And in Toy Story 2, Woody discovers he was the star of an old TV show. And if you believe some crazy people's theories, he too was in stasis for some 50 years before being discovered by Andy. But whatever, that's probably just fake news. <laughs> it still hurts. 
Arts. There's an exhibit set up for Cap in the Smithsonian, and even though Woody never makes it to Japan, there is interest from a museum to display his legacy. And going back to Woody's roundup, Cap also was the star of a black and white movie slash serial, so they were both at one time pop culture icons in their respective universes. Then, after arriving in their new present, both Cap and Woody have some serious beef with a robot-suited man. And I ain't talking about hamburgers. No, I'm of course talking about Buzz and Tony, or as I like to call them, Bazzoni. And you do not want to make hamburgers out of Bazzoni. That is like just the worst lunch meat. Buzz claims Woody's position as favorite toy, and Tony diametrically opposes Cap's view about the Sokovia Accords. Yes, I agree. One situation does seem to have slightly higher stakes than the other, but I guess protecting the world is important too. Naturally, while the two are at odds, their respective worlds are in peril. Powerful stuff. But once they make up, they're basically unstoppable and set everything right in their world. Cap and Woody also share the weirdly very specific plot point of having to unbrainwash their recently armless friend. Bazzoni! They both even lose their arm in the same way, falling without style. I'll be honest, sometimes when I'm writing the scripts, I'll be like, wow, that lined up in an unexpectedly convenient way. That was one of those times. As was the fact that they are both true masters of disguise. Like, I bet you've never even noticed Cap walking past this garbage in this scene. Or Woody disguised as a girl in a scarf on this escalator. But going down their weird skills and armless situations, we find two individuals who are similar on a base level from their very core. That's right. Steve Rogers also had a pull string. No, but seriously, both are such natural leaders. Both can immediately assess the situation, assemble a group of people, and instruct them with good tactical information on what to do. And both are stubborn beyond what seems reasonable and will stick to their guns, or, well, empty holsters and shields. Kind of the opposite of guns, if you think about it. Almost no matter what, Woody refuses to join his friends at Sunnyside or even accept their decision to do so, insisting that the right thing to do is to go home and be loyal to Andy, even if Andy's not going to be there and they're just gonna be stuck in the attic. And Steve breaks up the Avengers because he refuses to work for somebody else's agenda. Although to be fair to Steve, I mean, the last time he thought he was working for S.H.I.E.L.D., they were actually Hydra, and that was like the, 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 the one group of people he just did not want to work for. And it's also possible that Nick has actually been a green alien the whole time, so yeah, I'm still just I'm Team Cap. But it is this stubbornness that ends up being their tragic flaw. Cap and Woody both have a clear understanding of their purpose, but struggle to exist without that purpose. Even though Woody eventually changes his mind and agrees to be given to Bonnie, you can tell he is having trouble just not being the favorite toy, not running the room, and just not being owned by Andy.
Cap is willing to do almost anything for anyone else, but doesn't really ever know how to help himself, doesn't know how to exist without duty. And this one thing, maybe more than anything else, is the true lesson they learned this summer. How to put themselves first. And as ever, they did it the exact same way. As Toy Story 4 and Endgame come to an end, we see each hero bid farewell to a longtime group of friends. Choosing instead to lead a life for themselves and go after the girl they lost long ago. But in one final act of duty, they both also each choose a successor by passing on a star-shaped emblem. Cat passes on his shield to Sam, and Woody passes on his sheriff's badge to his longtime best friend for the past four movies. The one toy who always knows they've got a friend in him. Jesse! I don't know, it feels like maybe there was a more obvious choice. I'm just, I'm just me. In any case though, it's not a lesson you often learn, that sometimes you need to put yourself before others, but it is certainly one these two heroes have definitely earned. We are of course very sad to see them go, but Cap, Woody, we hope you enjoy your retirement and thank you for all the memories. Ben, my question for you and everyone else is, do you agree with who got the badge and the shield or did Buzz and Bucky totally get gypped? Also, I just noticed this, both their names start with buh. <laughs> also, are you taking care of yourself? Be honest, let us know in the towel section down below. Guys, before we go, we'd like to invite all of you to come join us on a live stream right here on Super Carlin Brothers this Friday from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. where we will be launching some brand new tiers over on our Patreon along with some awesome new special offers. We hope to see you there. Thanks as always for watching today's video. Please leave a like on it if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Pixar or Marvel action from us. If you'd like to see how Woody was in stasis and actually belonged to Andy dad you can check out this video right here or if you want to see how old Captain America actually is you can check out this video right here but Ben that's all I've got for you today man I will see you in another life brother